1: up, friends. Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. You know, burnout is real. Feeling overwhelmed is real. But there can be a little bit of a confusion or even an extra, let's just say, fueled overwhelmment when we're getting overwhelmed during a bear market or when we start to feel like, wait a second, if this is how we feel now, what is it going to feel like in the future? Gonna break that down. Gonna talk a little bit about that, even identifying kind of how you know who we are, our persona here in Web three, which I think is essential. And it doesn't mean that you have to just have a niche or I'm gonna put you in a box. But we're gonna talk a little bit about really what the this whole space kind of uh, needs for us each uh, in the different shades that we are in, right? I think um, that is a important part of the conversation today. And you know, one of the things with you know our collection, we are you know counting down to number three sixty five. Uh, And one of the things that we've decided to do is for like the last 30 days of the podcast, uh, we will be recording them live on the Twitter space. So not dead, um, but yes, live on the Twitter spaces. Uh, And partially is it, you know, kind of welcome more people in as listeners, um, add a different component here for the last 30-day countdown as we get a little bit closer uh, to the end of of season one. But also, you know, it's it's a chance for us Uh, to, you know, add a little bit of, you know, kind of, uh, let's just say, uh, new perspective, new opportunity, kind of uh, enter in the the podcasting space, talk about our Mint 365 project and you know, we have some big things in the works there. And so I know many of you are following along. Uh, many of you are, you know, might have a super fans or founders NFT. And maybe some of you are interested maybe in even buying the whole collection itself uh, when we auction it off. So uh, stay tuned for more details on all of that kind of stuff as we get closer to the end of season one. But, you know, one of the things I tweet out a lot about uh, on, I tweet out a lot. on Twitter, you know, anyone that tweets on Instagram, that's, that's when you're gonna have a problem. Uh, but I, I tweet out a lot about, you know, filtering the noise. And one of the things that I I talk about a lot is that, you know, the block button, the mute button can be our friends. But for a lot of people that can be like a little bit of like, you know, it's almost intimidating. Right. And, and just so you know, you know, if you mute somebody on Twitter, nobody knows the person that you muted, doesn't know it. And they just don't show up as often, right? I mute people on Facebook and I love muting people on Facebook because it says, do you want to mute them for 30 days? I'm like, yeah. And then randomly 30 days later or so, they show up my feed. I'm like, oh, I haven't heard from that person in a while. But one of the things that I think is also you know evident right now, especially in this current market, is that you know the prices are low. Um, many of us are examining our bags. Uh, and by examining, I mean, we're just like looking for like, and praying that some of the NFTs in our bags are actually worthwhile or worth something. Uh, and that can be a little bit of a, of a grind. But there's also a couple of things that I just think, I'm just going to touch on some nuances that I want everyone that's listening to kind of take into account, right? And this doesn't mean you have to take all of this advice or it, all of this advice fits for everyone. But there are some things that we have to think about. And like one of them is, are the discords that you currently are a part of, are they adding or taking away from your experience of Web3. And here's some, you know, some thing just to remember, right? That just because you're holding an NFT of a collection or of a community doesn't mean you are mandated to be in the Discord or have Discord notifications on or be massively active in that Discord. You know, we have the opportunity to take the breaks, right? We can can remove ourselves, we can add ourselves back in. And I know sometimes that can feel like, wait a second, am I not getting, you know, the value that I paid for the NFT for or, or, you know, whatever that may be. But I think more importantly, there might be times where like right now is probably not the time for me to spend in a Discord with a bunch of degens if I don't have time to be degening, right? And I think that also kind of plays into what, you know, and, and I, I say this a lot with ADHD, right? I think, you know, the beauty of ADHD is that, you know, our brains are beautifully unique. But we all the those of us that have been diagnosed ADHD, we have different shades of ADHD. Some people's ADHD shows up um, differently, you know, for you know different people, different ways, you know, even different medicine that we use. And I think in Web three, we also just have to own and recognize that we might go through different shades of the type of collector or investor of NFTs, right? We might go through a sh- a phase where we are, you know, "quote unquote" degenning, which means. We're spending a lot of time grinding and finding, you know, NFTs that we can either flip or NFTs that we can get in really, really low. And maybe we're minting a lot more, right? And and in that case, maybe the, the, the discords and the Twitter uh, conversations that you want to be a part of are going to be drastically different than when you're maybe in a different shade, right? Maybe you're getting closer to the holidays coming up, uh, you know, depending on what you celebrate for holidays. And you're like, you know what? I'm not going to have time to spend in Twitter spaces for a couple hours a day. I might not, you know, might not be, you know, refreshing IC tools or in gem.xyz every day and here's the here's the beauty of this. We need to give ourselves permission to adapt and change and it doesn't mean that you can't change back, right? You just because you're no longer acting or your your activity is no longer a certain way at the current moment doesn't mean that in the future you can't re, kind of revert back to that, but the biggest concern I have, and I see it in myself, I see it in those, you know, in our team, in our Discord, and and amongst others as well, is that even though you know the market is down, we're not buying or selling as many NFTs. There's not as many people in here. It doesn't mean that it we aren't burnt out or are not overwhelmed. And one of the ways that we become overwhelmed, I believe, is well, it's that word, FOMO, the fear of missing out. Now. There are people that talk about Jomo, which is the joy of missing out, but I don't really like to go that direction in the conversation. What I like to say is that if there is a time, or maybe it's you know the liquidity you have, or where you're at in your own journey, if the idea of FOMO you know gives you anxiety or something that you cannot participate in, it might be a great time to go in and say who who gives me that FOMO? What what accounts am I following? Maybe it's on Twitter, maybe it's on Discord, maybe it's a podcast you're listening to. And say, you know what? I'm gonna pause, I'm not gonna listen to this for the next 30 days. Maybe and I'm a big fan of like throwing it on your calendar, right? Like so I'll, I'll have on my calendar, like check back in on this or go look in this, right? Because I'm very calendar driven. But you know, giving yourself permission to remove some of those triggers or those you know energy energy drivers that might have you feeling a way that you're just not in the mood for. Like if someone is you know that you're following, maybe you're you're usually really active with. And all they do is talk about the new projects that are coming out. New, 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 new. And right now you just you don't have time to go research the new. Maybe it's a good time to to, you know, mute them or not engage with them as much because Twitter will probably, you know, kind of change that 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 throttle a little bit for you. Along with that, kind of like in in that same notion, you know, I think the extremes on both sides are oftentimes the things that give us the most anxiety, right? So the people that are super negative. And the people that are super positive or super, you know, super D-Gens, and those that are like, I can't believe you people are still in this space because on both sides, it can be a little bit like overwhelming or like, am I in the right spot or is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And so what I say to that, and the reason I think this is an important part of the conversation is it's okay for us to adjust and manage our feed because here's the beauty of social media. If you are overwhelmed with social media, if you're, if you're twitter feed is full of negativity or full of drama or full of people that are overly hyped or people that are you know just not your let's say cup of tea for those that are across the pond there you go uh if they're not your cup of tea here's the thing it's not twitter's fault it's yours right you have we have to curate and we need to train our feeds to give us what we want so I, I always tell people this. You know, like I, I personally believe most people are not. I, I actually, I believe every single listener to the podcast right now, every single one, you're not following enough people on Twitter. My own personal opinion, but you're also probably not teaching Twitter enough on what you want to see or the people that you care about the most. Right? Like you know, it doesn't cost any money to retweet or to favorite. But did you know, the more that you retweet people's content that have a certain energy or a certain theme, well, guess what? Twitter's going to start to lean and give you more of that type of content, which is why I, you know, I like a lot of stuff. You know, I call it, I call it the, the fist bump, right? For me, when I like something on Twitter, I'm giving you a fist bump saying, I acknowledge this, I appreciate it. Now, if someone's sharing something, that not only do I want to acknowledge it, but I think it's worth my audience seeing it, I hit that retweet button. If they're if they're sharing something that is worth you know my value, but I want to add something to it, I hit that quote retweet button. But I think part of this conversation just you have to really have to give ourselves permission to you know leave discords that you know right now we just don't have the time for right. And the beauty of Discord for about ninety nine point nine percent of discords is that you can leave and come back right, like come back later and and just because you're leaving a discord doesn't mean you don't value that NFT now. In the, in, the, in the realms of NFTs, I've shared this before. There's a couple NFTs that you know were in my wallet and I felt lighter and felt more refreshed once I sold those NFTs. Now, there are other NFTs in our wallets that we're like, you know what? I loved this project and I was all for it. But you know what? The market has changed. My time in this space has changed. What I value has changed. And guess what? It's okay for you to sell those NFTs. It's okay for you to be able to, to pivot and move on to something else. you know I talk about that a lot in my three by three by three episode, which is you know without question, our most downloaded podcast episode uh, of this entire show. you know and that really comes down to the idea is that you have to you have to really look at you know the projects and the things that you're getting into and it's okay that you move on from something because more often than not, you know fresh liquidity to jump into something new that excites you, even selling something at a loss that you used to like will end up probably benefiting you more in the long run than what, what most people think. The other thing about it is, let's say that there, the NFT you don't, that NFT isn't like you know it isn't speaking to you at the moment, but you also don't want to sell it at a loss, but you also don't have enough time to commit to the Discord or the Twitter spaces or whatever it may be. You can just take a pause from it. Like I will tell you, there are some NFTs in my hidden folder that are not spam NFTs they are not nfts that i that i i'm embarrassed to, to have in my wallet. Guess what they are? They're nfts that i'm like, "Man, if i see that nft in my opensea when i open it, then i'm like, oh my goodness, i haven't engaged with them yet or i haven't i haven't been following up with them." And I, and i get this like feeling of pressure. And like the beautiful thing about being an nft owner, as an owner, we get to decide how much of our time and our attention we're going to give to the things that we own. And if that time and attention is zero, we need to be okay with that. The last thing I want to kind of a ro- you know kind of roll this conversation into is that it's also just really important. You know, I, we we hear that whole adage, right? You you're you're the result of the five people you surround yourself with, or whatever that saying is, right? Well, I think there's also something to be said about you know there are some people that you will be following that are inspirational. There are some people that will be motivational. There are some people that keep it real, but sometimes. You don't need all of that all the time, right? And I, I even try here on the podcast. Is I will, I before I, you know, do a podcast episode, I will look and try to look at the the last couple episodes and be like, okay, was what was the the theme and the energy that I was giving off on this episode? Because I think sometimes we can get stuck in that hole, right? And um, you know, like one of the holes that I, I I hate getting stuck in on Twitter right now is the coulda woulda shoulda what if I did hole. There are a lot of people on Twitter that love to just dwell on the NFTs they didn't buy or the NFTs that they shouldn't have sold. And what happens is when you start to see that in your feed, you start thinking about the things that you did, right? Like that damn alien friends. <laughs> and anyone that knows me knows that I'm still very bitter about this damn alien friends that I sold way too early. And I was the one that I loved. It was, I think it was ranked 22 in the whole collection. But it's not good for me to dwell on that. And if the people that I'm following and I'm engaging with are, are constantly putting that energy out, it's no wonder that we're constantly falling in to that same similar trap. And so the beauty of this is it's not about putting yourself in a silo or sticking your head in the sand. It's about self-awareness and it's about just owning your own energy and your own feed and the things that are around you. Because here's the, here's the craziest part about this whole thing is the bull market is coming. Now, I'm a futurist, not a fortune teller, so I can't tell you when the bull market is coming. But I can tell you that as we continue to build and we continue to believe in the blockchain and the space that we are in, I don't care if it's nine months, eighteen months, twenty-four months down the road, the bull market will be coming, and we are going to have fresh blood in the in this space that we're going to have to onboard. There's going to be more projects, more people, more you know, more uh, you know, opportunity. But we also have to pre- be prepared for that ourselves. And if we're burning ourselves out now, how the hell are we going to be prepared for what is to come in the future? So this is, this is even more important than going touching some grass on a random basis. It's like kind of giving yourself permission and forgiveness that you're just going to have to you know, take a break from some NFT project, take a break from some podcast consumption, take a break from some discords. And I say that because I say all of this also talking to myself. Let's be very clear on this. I often tell you that I have two Discord accounts because I hit the 200 Discord limit, and I need more Discords to research these projects. Well, truthfully, I need to go back into some of my Discords and just remove myself from them. Because although I don't check into them often, I see that folder there on the left-hand side. I'm like, ooh, I need to open that. I need to open that. I'm like, Brian, don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to lose your whole day. There it goes. Right? (laughs) We've all been there. But I just think, I think it's a, this is a great opportunity for us to kind of take a a wellness check of ourselves, right? A a little self-awareness across the board, asking ourselves, you know, what do I care about right now? Where do, where do I want to focus my time and my attention and the energy that I want to give the energy I want to receive and then really kind of set yourself up for that kind of success. And just remember, that's probably going to change because I will tell you the projects that I cared about, the things that I was, you know, dialed in on in January of this year is far different than what it is right now. But funny enough, those people and those projects and those discords are still in my feed. They're still there to give me that feeling of overwhelm or anxiety or what if or why can't I or what is everyone else doing? The last thing I'll just say is it's very easy for us to judge or make assumptions of others. And what I mean by that is I'll be like, oh, it must be nice to be that person. They sit on Twitter spaces all day. Well, you're not really sure it must be nice for that person, right? We don't know what that person's livelihood is, right? They could be on the other extreme where they're lonely and sad and like them being on, on Twitter spaces, they, they go into a dark place, right? Or it could be the other side of this, right? Where they just happen to be sitting on a pile of their their family's money and their family thinks of them as a disappointment and Twitter spaces is, is their escape, right? Or it could be that they took a month sabbatical because they needed a break from their nine to five, you know, web two job and they're enjoying, you know, what what Twitter Spaces can have to offer. It's so easy for us to just make assumptions, like, "Oh, it must be nice to be that person," or "I would love to be a full time moderator so I could just do that." I mean, I don't know if anyone has been a full time moderator or community manager. It is a hell of a lot of work. It is extremely demanding. It's oftentimes not as fruitful as we might think it is, as far as people recognizing us or thanking us or appreciating us. And so, I just I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with that as like. You know, if there are people in this space that, you know, and I've found myself doing it, like, oh, it must be nice to own five Bored Apes. Well, did they buy five Bored Apes last January or last June? Or did they buy five Bored Apes three months ago and they're upside down $300,000? Right? Like, these are things we just have to take into account. We just have to be very careful of ourselves. And the, and we just have to must be nice a lot less. We have to judge and, and give ourselves a little bit more grace. And lastly, we have to give our, ourselves permission to, to change the different shades of where we are in this Web three journey, as most of you know, we've been doing some fun AI collections. We've been dropping some you know, collaborations. We've been working on all these different things that we have going on. But I just want to say, you know, a big shout out to every single person that's listening to this episode right now, right? I think we we for us to continue to grow, for us to continue to uh, you know build. We want to you know surround ourselves with great people doing great things. That's the the true essence of we is greater than me. And I'm just thankful that so many of you are on this journey with us. And the, the truth is we're not going anywhere. And if your journey requires you to pause right now or take a step back, I, I am there. I am championing you. I'm giving you a high five because guess what? When it makes sense for you, when it's best for you and you're ready to come back in, jump back into the podcast, jump back in listening, jump back into our discord. And we will be there right there with you. And uh, we will be continuing to build this because we firmly believe that we is greater than me. Until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers.
0: The Mint 365 Collection 100 Day Countdown is on. We're counting down to November 11th when we'll auction off all 365 NFTs as one collection, including a custom mosaic of all the art want to bid on this one-of-a-kind web 3 time capsule for details keep listening to nft 365 if you found this helpful let us know by leaving a review like subscribe share and do all of those good things we are greater than me and as always this show is not financially